she was a woman out of her time. The Wild West was much more her element than 21st century America, the land of the weak and pathetic. Frontier justice pumped her heart. Vigilante. Had she not made one stupid mistake, she would have been praised from the top of the Sears Tower, proclaimed a goddess from the Golden Gate Bridge to the Brooklyn Bridge. A national holiday would have been named in her honor, and students of American history would study her life and philosophies and how she changed the system single-handedly for generations to come. Their teachers could only wish they had the guts to stand up against the failed system to fight the predators. They wanted to be her. Everyone wanted to be her. They just didn't have the stomach for it. She did. She'd always been able to punish the wicked, especially those who wanted to hurt her. When Ethan practically landed on her doorstep two years ago, Karen recognized she'd been handed the tools to finally destroy those who had deemed her a non-entity, a nothing, a mental case. In her forty-four years, she'd avenged every wrong committed against her, except one. Her hands and jaw were clenched so tight that she almost didn't hear the truck. She froze. Johnson had arrived. Heart racing, she willed herself to control her excitement. She wasn't supposed to have fun. This was business, an eye for an eye. But her mouth went dry, and her vision sharpened. The trap had been laid. The hunt was nearly over. You love to kill, watching their eyes as they die. The power, her power, flowed as the garage door noisily lumbered up on its tracks. She was in charge. She was in control. Dwayne Johnson had been sentenced to death, and she was his executioner. Earlier, they disabled the lights in the garage, but the street lamps still faintly illuminated its depths, casting dark shadows and narrow beams of gray light. Karen didn't personally know their victim. She knew his name. She knew why he deserved to die. She'd planned his death, but she didn't know him. Somehow that made the entire affair all the more exciting. The truck turned into the driveway, the headlights turning everything an odd, sterile white. Country music twanged from the radio. She stood flat against the wall in a blind spot they'd scouted earlier. Ethan was on the opposite side of the garage, waiting. Dressed in black, her hair colored to match, with her gun in hand, Karen was ready to fire if the plan didn't work. The ignition cut out, and with it the music, but there wasn't silence. The tick, tick, tick of the engine cooling, the click of the headlights turning off, the door opening, the dome light on, and Dwayne Johnson singing in a surprisingly strong baritone the end of the song. Oh, but love, love is thicker than blood. Her eyes burned, her throat constricted, but her hands were steady as Johnson slammed the door shut. The car's interior light stayed on for a beat, 
as he walked to the door that led directly into the kitchen. They had already been inside. He didn't keep that door locked. Five years out of the military, and he didn't have decent security. He pressed the garage door closed, put his hand on the doorknob, then paused. Instant tension, as if his sixth sense clicked in. Too late. The truck's cab light turned off and Johnson pivoted. She didn't see the glint of Ethan's blade, but Johnson's primal scream vibrated between her ears as her partner sliced the back of his knees, severing the hamstrings. The large black man immediately collapsed to the concrete floor as she maneuvered between the front of the Ford F-150 and Johnson's tidy workbench. She had to give Johnson credit through excruciating...